Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Medford, Oregon with my new friend Melinda Cordes of HustleSouthOregon.com. Melinda has lived in Southern Oregon for many years, and she loves guiding tours of the many farm-to-table dining experiences in the Rogue Valley. In this episode, Melinda and I talk about farm-to-table dining in Rogue Valley, exploring Crater Lake, and attending the Shakespeare Festival. You'll hear about these three fun attractions and so much more. The show notes will be available at WeTravelThere.com forward slash Medford. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Don't you just hate waiting in line for security at the airport? Me too. Even the pre-check lines are slammed most of the time today. That's why I use Clear to skip the lines and get to my flight quicker. For my listeners, I've actually worked out a special deal where you can try Clear for free for two months. This is a limited time offer, so go to wetravelthere.com forward slash clear to sign up today. Hey, Melinda, welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you? Everything's great. How are you doing? I'm really good. Perfect. So today we're talking about Medford, Oregon. Now, this is a city that maybe a lot of our listeners haven't heard about. They don't know exactly where it is. Can you tell us a little bit about the city and what brought you there? Oh, sure. We are 30 miles north of the California border, and we are located in the Rogue Valley. It used to be called Bear Creek Valley, but it's Rogue Valley. And what brought me here is my husband's family lives here, and we were from the Bay Area, and it got kind of busy down there for us. So we moved up here to this beautiful area. Oh, nice. I think one of the biggest attractions in that area that people may know about is Crater Lake. Oh, yeah. We're 80 miles south of that. And, you know, Medford is like the heart of the Rogue Valley. So if you come to Medford, you can shoot out and do all these wonderful things. So, yeah, we are very close to Crater Lake. You said basically your husband's family brought you there and you lived there for a few years now. What What's the thing that kind of really keeps you there in that area? Oh, the seasons. We get all four seasons. The food, I'm watching it grow and change, which is kind of exciting. It's a small town, but there's a lot of stuff to do. Family friendly. Nice. Yeah, I travel with my kids a lot, so it's good to have a lot of family friendly destinations. If you had to describe the town or the people in like just a couple words, how would you do that? It's hard to pick just one word, and I was thinking about this, and I, I would say neighborly. We are so supportive of each other here the Southern Oregon people. There's art in the local restaurants from local artists. We always help each other. We are always supporting local farms and everything is always helping another person. And I just think that that's just very neighborly and nice. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. I mean, and unfortunately, a lot of communities, they don't really have that that community feel. And it's good when kind of some of these smaller towns have that. So when people are planning to come to visit Medford, how do they get there? Is there an airport nearby? Do they have to drive a long distance from the airport or, or how do they do that? Oh, there's a couple of ways. We are right off the I-5 corridor. So that makes it easy if you're on the West Coast. And we have the Medford International Airport that flies right into Medford. There's connecting flights, but yeah, you can get here. All right. So we're flying into Medford International Airport. And then from there, as far as getting around town, do we rent a car? Do we take public transportation? Uh, do we take Uber, Lyft? How do we do that? You can rent a car. Sometimes there is a shortage of rental cars because 
it says Medford International Airport, and that gives you the idea that it's huge, but it's not. It's really small. We do have Uber and Lyft, and we have lots of taxis. We do have public transportation, but they don't run on Sundays. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Yeah, you don't want to show up on <laughs> you don't want to show up at the airport expecting <laughs> public transportation and go, well, the bus was supposed to be here 10 minutes ago, and it's not. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that situation. <laughs> so, okay, now we've flown into the airport. We have our, our rental car, and then... We're going into town. How far is the airport from the town? Oh, it's about three miles. Oh, that's perfect. That's not bad at all. And then oh, as we're picking a, a place to stay while we're visiting Medford, uh, is there certain parts of the town where we should focus on booking a hotel or is it really small where there's no, pretty much everything is right there in, in the downtown area? You know, everything is pretty much in the area, but uh, there's there's all kinds of places to stay. There's Inn at the Commons, which is located downtown. There's a Marriott by the airport. There's the Hilton Garden Inn. It's kind of handy to have all that around there. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and now that we're now that we're in Medford and we're looking around for things to do, what are some of your suggestions as far as uh, some attractions we should make sure we visit? Oh, we have lots of stuff going on. Uh, every June, the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, if you can, uh, visit the Rogue River. It's absolutely gorgeous and it runs right along right along our towns and it's so awesome people fish you can go to the coast which is about an hour and a half away west you can uh, ski there's lots of lots of things to do you can go to the brit in the summertime which is a concert series held in jacksonville which is about four miles out of town okay What, what type of music do they have heart plays there Chicago plays there, Earth, Wind, and Fire, some country music. They do a symphony for the kids in the beginning, you know, in the beginning of the summer. And then it just goes out into September. It's really a beautiful venue. And Jacksonville is a very historical town. So that concert series at the Brit, is that that's during the summer? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it starts in... They list, it's really kind of exciting too, because they do a big announcement and we, we don't know who's going to come every year. So they do this big announcement in April and everybody's all excited, you know, cause we go to get our tickets, which you can get your tickets, you know, it's not a problem, but we're, you know, it's the anticipation, right. Of who's going to be there. And then they announce the season lineup and it's pretty exciting. No, that sounds like a lot, of, a lot of good music. I grew up listening to all those uh, Heart and Chicago, Earth, Wind & Fire. I grew up listening to all those bands, so it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and it, it's a small venue, and it's outside, so it's really cool. All right, so we got that. What are some of the other things we should do while we're, while we're visiting? Oh, there's hiking. We have a really good food culture. We have wine tasting that's comparable to Napa. We have a wonderful wine trails all over. You could visit farms. We have a wonderful farming community. A lot of stuff to do. Outdoors. It's very outdoorsy. Nice. Okay. So some of the things you mentioned earlier, uh, you mentioned skiing, for example. How far away is like the ski resort? And what's the name of that one? Oh, that's the Ashland Ski Resort. And it is about 13 miles away. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah, that, that's really close. All right. So we got that because I love the snowboard and, and uh, my, my daughter's learning how to ski. So that's good. And then uh, you mentioned hiking. There's the Pacific Crest Trail. Is that is that the the main trail of where people hike? Yeah, but there's Upper Table Rock and Lower Table Rock, McAndrews Hill. There's we are in this beautiful valley, and there are a multitude of hiking places. But it is fun to see the Pacific Crest Trail people come in. It's kind of neat. Oh, nice. And then, like I said, I, I travel a lot of times with my kids. Are the trails like uh, good for like beginners and you know, children, or is it more advanced than the trails? 
Oh, yeah, the the Table Rocks are perfect for family. Um, They take the grade school kids up there for an outing every year, and they hike them up there. (laughs) Oh, nice. So we mentioned earlier about Crater Lake, and Medford is about 80 miles south of Crater Lake. Can you tell the audience a little bit about Crater Lake and what it is and, and the significance of it? Well, it's a national park. It's gorgeous. The drive to get there is gorgeous, so you're not, it's an awesome little trek. When you get up there, it's this beautiful, I would think it used to be a volcano, and I've been there a couple times. It snows up there. It's colder than it is here in Medford, so it's always chillier, and you get snow later in the season, and people go up there and go hiking. They go take pictures, and it's just beautiful, clear, blue lake in the center of this. I think it's a empty volcano. You know, it's really gorgeous. Yeah, I, I remember visiting there with my family. We were taking a road trip up the up the coast, and maybe my mind isn't working correctly, but because it's been a long time ago. But from what I remember, it's obviously a very clear lake. The water is like almost pristine, where you can see down to the bottom, right? Yes. And I think there's a like an island that kind of out out in the middle of the water. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, the water is extremely clear. It's beautiful. Yeah, the the pictures. I mean, I don't have any pictures from when I went because it's been such a long time ago, but I remember just taking a look at pictures online and it's just absolutely amazing. So, okay, let's talk a little bit about the food. I know that you are an expert on food and you actually have a business that where you take people to, to go around and see all the local food and just taste all the different experiences that are around. So let's talk about some of the places where maybe people can visit while they come to Bedford. Oh, sure. What I like about this area too, like I said, we're neighborly, lots of farms. We have lots of resources for organic, locally grown food. So a lot of chefs come here and do like pop-up restaurants. People open food trucks because they know that our bounty is really good. So there's all this fresh uh, food. The menus change with the seasons. So you're always getting something new, you know, people are creating. It's really yeah, it's so delicious. Sorry. <laughs> There's uh, a couple of places. There's a, a place downtown that I highly recommend. It's called the Common Block. And every month they feature a farm, a local farm, and they create food using the fruits and vegetables from the farm. Or if the farm has honey, they use that and they create these wonderful food creations. So every month you can go in there and expect something new on the menu. It's really neat. Right on. And that that's actually a brewery, correct? Correct. And so then uh, do they do, when they're crafting all this new food every month with all the different local farmers, are they doing food and beer pairings? They do do that. And they use some of the items from the farm to create the beer. We're very agricultural here. So in pear season, we have a lot of the breweries making a pear IPA. It's cool. <laughs> oh, nice. That sounds, yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. So I haven't had a, I haven't had food yet today. So I'm uh, my mouth is watering already. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so when when we go there, uh, what are some of the some of your favorites? Obviously, the the menu kind of changes every month with the local local farms, but I'm sure there's some staples that are on the menu that you can go there and you're going to always expect to see that. Yeah, they have a bison burger, which is really good using local the local resources there, and they have these chicken strips. And I know that sounds funny because you know chicken strips, you know you fry them up, but these are real chicken breasts that they cut and they put panko on them and fry them up and then they make their own honey mustard sauce. They make their own ketchup too. It's really, really good. Oh, right on. And they have cheese curds, fried cheese curds. 
<laughs> my mouth is watering even more now. <laughs> nice. Uh, so what are some of the other options that we have in, in the town? Oh, we have lots. Uh, there's Caba Empanada, which is a wonderful empanada place. They have vegan and very vegetarian options. We have a lot of vegan folk and vegetarian folk. So there's the Melange Eatery, which is a vegan, total vegan restaurant. We have ramen places. We have a lot of Mexican food, which is uh, authentic Mexican food. It's really good. We have uh, a couple of good Italian places. Paisans, which is off of Central incredible. And Pomodori restaurant is very good too. I recommend Lark's, which is at in at the commons. They are very farm to table. So everything that they make is farm to table. The chef there is the winner of the um, Oregon chef competition. You know, the whole state does this competition and he won. Billy Butcher's awesome. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. That's really cool. At Lark's, what type of food do they have or what type of food should we order when we get there? So they have a couple of staples, but you know everything rotates here because everything goes with the season. They have the meatloaf, which is awesome. And then they have a fried chicken uh, with mashed potatoes with a bacon gravy, that, which is really good. And then they have a, a ton of desserts that they make with the local fruit. They have a sous vide carrots, pork belly sous vide, which is incredible. I mean, I could go on and on. I'm not even sure what a uh, pork belly sous vide is. What is that? Um, Have you ever had pork belly? I think so. Yeah, it's like a really thick bacon. But sous vide is a way of cooking the food. They like steam it. It's like steaming. And they put carrots in there too. So it's it's just, I don't know. It, it You cook something different and it makes it taste different. You know, it's interesting. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like, I'm lucky if I can cook toast and boil water, you know. So <laughs> I'm always amazed at what these chefs can do. So, <laughs> I know, it's amazing. Right yeah. on. Uh, one thing we didn't talk about earlier when we are talking about planning our visit uh, to Medford is, uh, I know you mentioned there's all four seasons, but... When we think about planning our trip, obviously we had the, the Shakespeare Festival in June, but beyond that, what time of the year should we plan the visit? Uh, spring, summer, and fall are, is good. A lot of people might think that we get a lot of rain, but we have here in the in the Rogue Valley, we have 200 warm, sunny days. So Okay. In the wintertime, is it just really cold, a lot of snow, or is there a reason why we shouldn't think about coming during that time of the year? You know what? Let me rephrase that. Come all seasons because you're going to want to ski. And we have lots of places around here where you can go snowshoeing. We have snow parks up like on each end of us. There's a snow park and you can do tubing and all kinds of stuff. So in what's great about our weather, like I said, we get all four seasons. So when it's wintertime, it doesn't snow that much but enough in the hills to where people can ski and snowshoe and do all of that stuff. But in the valley, it's not that bad to where you can drive around and not worry about being snowed in, you know, that kind of thing. Okay, good. Yeah, because I like visiting snow, but I don't like shoveling it. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of a city boy from Southern California, you know, so uh, my shoveling skills aren't that good. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So you fly into Medford, right? And you want to do some skiing. You stay in Medford and then you drive out to Ashland Ski Resort 13 miles away. And there you go. You got snow because we're in this valley. So there's mountains all around us. Those places will get, you know, of course, you know that the snow first. Oh, for sure. That sounds good because then, yeah, you get the, kind of like the best of all worlds, right? You get everything in the city. You get all these great eateries. You can go out to the Crater Lake. But then, yeah, like you said, when you're ready to ski and snowboard, head up to Ashland and you're, you're ready to go. 
Yeah, it really is the heart because you, you start here and you can go to Jacksonville and do the winery tour. Then you can go to Shady Cove and go up the Rogue River. And all the all this is within 11 miles. You can go 11 miles one way and you're in a winery. You go 11 miles another way, you're up on the Rogue River fishing. You know, it, it's very cool. Yeah, again, a lot of people that are listening may not know much about Medford and the whole area. If they're planning a, a trip, uh, how many days do you think they should plan so that way they can make sure they can eat some of the eateries and and visit some of the attractions, kind of get their fill of, of the town? I would say probably five to seven days. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That way you take a week off from work, you fly in, you got your travel days, and then you got a handful of days to make sure you can see everything you want to see. Yeah, they're going to get here and it's just, it's gorgeous. I'm grateful every day when I drive around because it's just the scenery, anywhere you go in the valley, the scenery is just gorgeous. And people are planting flowers and things like that. And it's like a postcard. I can't explain it any other way than that. That sounds perfect. (laughs) I'll have to make sure I come out there and visit you sometime. Okay. We've talked a little bit about places that sound good for lunch and for dinner. We haven't talked about anything for breakfast. Where should we go for a really great breakfast? Oh, um, over easy is a wonderful place. They have a wonderful brunch and breakfast. They open at about eight o'clock and that is downtown. The main street market is also good and buttercloud bakery, fresh biscuit. <laughs> and it's called the buttercloud bakery. Yeah. Nice. And so biscuits are their thing. Oh yeah. They make these wonderful biscuit sandwiches with house cured bacon and you know, all that stuff. <laughs> okay. Now you're killing me because again, I, I haven't eaten it yet. <laughs> and all I can, all right now, like I just see all these sandwiches dancing in my head. So thank you for sharing all those tips for Medford. Everything sounds delicious. I can't wait to come visit. I'm super hungry right now. It's like when you shouldn't go to the grocery store when you're hungry, I should not talk to you about food uh, when I haven't had anything <laughs> to eat yet. <laughs> so, but now it's time for the final countdown. If somebody only had time for one meal in Medford, where should they go and what should they eat? I would tell them the common block and I would have them have the bison burger. Oh, yeah. With some fried cheese curds. The first time I had a bison burger, it was like a, such a great experience versus like a normal hamburger or a turkey burger. I just can't describe like the difference, but it's, it's pretty amazing. Okay, so you've been in Medford for a few years now. What's one of your most memorable stories? I have. I've been here for over 20 years, but it, the one story that really sticks with me, and it, it only happened within the year, we have a place called the Rogue Creamery, and they won the world's best cheese competition in Bergamo, Italy, and it's called the Rogue River Blue. It's a blue cheese, and we're very proud of that. So that memory right there. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Obviously, the French people know their cheese, and it must have been completely stiff competition because that's what they're known for, right? So that, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's very exciting. <laughs> nice. Okay. When we're talking about happy memories, uh, where's the happiest happy hour in Medford? Oh, that would be the Rogue Grape. They're located off central downtown. They're a wine bar owned by Alwyn Winery, and they offer all of the wines in the Rogue Valley. They are such wonderful people. Since they own a winery and they know about wine very well, they will just talk to you. If you have any questions about how wine is, they will tell you. And they also offer cider, which is awesome. <laughs> nice, yeah. I mean, especially like you mentioned all the, all the food and fruits and everything that are developed there in, in the area. Uh, I'm sure the ciders are just exquisite. Phenomenal, yep. And the Rogue Grape has great food too. You get really good quality food made by a chef at uh, happy hour prices so it's really neat and they have drink specials and wine glass specials and stuff like that 
Awesome. I love saving money and eating great food. <laughs> Speaking of great food, one thing I always do whenever I travel is uh, I always eat the local pizza. So what's the best place for pepperoni pizza in Medford? Easy. Paisans, right on Central. And I'll, I'll tell you why. It's authentic Italian food, and his pizza is amazing. He ordered a oven from Italy, had it shipped from Italy to New York. He drove to pick it up and bring it here to Southern Oregon to make that wood fire pizza. So him, hands down, and it's <laughs> wow. delicious. That sounds, that sounds incredible. I have a huge <laughs> smile on my face right now. I can already I can already taste it. You obviously travel a little bit. Uh, what's your best travel tip? For Medford or for anywhere? Either one. Dress in layers. And is that because of the, the weather can change quite a bit there in, in Medford? Or why, why do you say that? Well, because exactly the weather does change. It could rain in the morning and then be absolutely sunny, no cloud in the sky in the afternoon. And uh, if you're out hiking, if you're going out to the coast, you know, there's so many things to do in the area. I know that sounds so funny, but like I said, it could rain in one part and then 10 miles away, it, it's sunny. So you just want to dress in layers. Linda, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your tips for Medford, Oregon. I've learned a lot and I can't wait to come visit. But can you tell the audience a little bit about who you are, what you do, and how people can reach you? Oh, sure. And thank you for this chance. I really appreciate it. My name is Melinda and I own and I am the tour guide for the Hungry Hustle Walking Food Tour. And I introduce locals and visitors alike to our wonderful growing food culture. Right on. Yeah, they can find me um, at Hungry Hustle Walks Medford on Facebook. I'm on uh, Instagram at Hustle Southern Oregon, and I also have my uh, webpage. All right. So if uh, if people want to come and book one of your tours, do you have tours all year long? I do. Okay. Is it seven days a week, or is it like primarily on the weekends? Primarily on the weekends. Sometimes I'll do a Thursday tour, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. All right. That sounds perfect. Well, yeah, again, obviously people listening, they know they can figure out for themselves that you know exactly what you're talking about with all the food there. And when they come visit... <laughs> Obviously, they're going to explore a little bit on their own, but I definitely recommend that they take one of your tours. They're going to be able to explore more and see food that they haven't, they can't even see on their own. So I definitely highly recommend that. And if they have questions about Medford, they have questions about the food or one of your tours, which is the best uh, way to reach you? Is it the Instagram? Is it Facebook? Uh, Facebook is good. Absolutely. I answer right away. Perfect. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much for being on the show and we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Big thanks to Melinda for coming out to the show and sharing her tips about Medford. Show us some love by following her on Instagram at Hustle Southern Oregon. Send me a tweet at We Travel There to share your favorite thing about Medford. All the links we talked about today can be found at wetravelthere.com forward slash Medford. We want to say thank you to Clear for being today's affiliate sponsor of the show. Take advantage of our special limited time offer where you can try Clear for free two months. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash clear to sign up today. Join us next time as we head to Montevideo, Uruguay to speak with my new friend Karen Higgs of gurugrai.com. Karen and I talk about the world's longest carnival, tango dancing, and amazing wine. Be able to join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you subscribe, that way you don't miss any of our upcoming destinations. 